You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iron. When I'm not doing this, I'm running about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. Come to site now. We're tracking all the latest rumors with Aaron Rodgers, Julio Jones, and now Zach Ertz potentially being on the move. So some big offensive skill players, obviously, that would change the landscape of fantasy football here in 2021. What we've been doing here in Locked On Fantasy Football, we just got through our breakdown of the top 200 expert consensus half-point PPR rankings. So we looked at uh, what players are ranked too high, too low, just right, uh, going across the board. Now we're going to apply what we learned there, what the industry is thinking in June, to a mock draft. So how we're going to do it is uh, I'm going to do all the teams here. So we'll go teams 1 through 12. So we're doing a 12-team league. A 17-rounder there where you start 10 positions. That means a quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, tight end, one flex that can be wide receiver, running back, or tight end, not a super flex league. And then we're also going to incorporate a defense and a kicker. So 10 starters, 17 rounds, 12 teams. So that's how we're going to break it down. We're going to dedicate this entire show to the first round. And along the way, we're going to give you some... First round of strategy pointers, that's right. So we'll make a pick and we'll give you the advice related to that pick here for you uh, when you're thinking about players in the first round. So it'll be some good stuff here and uh, we'll dedicate uh, entire shows to the early rounds and then we'll uh, start looking at the later round strategies uh, once we've uh, filled out a starting lineup here. So we'll go up uh, round uh, one will get its own show and uh, so on and so forth until we get into the back end here and uh, give you those strategies you need to dominate here in June so you're ready when it comes down to August and September. Before we dive in, i got to tell you about Peacock and Williamson. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked on Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight there for you. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday. With the Peacock Williamson podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let us uh, get into our mock draft here. And again, we'll give you a pick. We'll give you some advice with each pick here. Let's start with team number one. That seems like a good place to start. Team number one, pick number one overall in the first round. The pick here to me is a no-brainer. It's Christian McCaffrey. When he's healthy, he's a beast, especially in half-point PPR. He's going to be almost a half-wide receiver on top of being a top running back. This offense was spectacular. He averaged the most points in fantasy football as a running back before the injury last year. So that's a little bit of concern. The volume is there, but the talent is also there. The usage is also there. It doesn't matter what offense he's in. The previous one, he dominated with the Scott Turner and North Turner. He's dominating this one here with Joe Brady. Run CMC is the guy here. And the piece of advice that comes with uh, team 
number one and the pick of uh, Christian McCaffrey. Mock draft as much as possible before the real thing. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense here. We're doing a mock draft here to get you going, and we'll have another one here as we get closer to uh, when you're really on the clock. But you want a mock draft as well, and there's a lot of simulators you can use. The one on Fantasy Pros is very easy to use there, but a lot of other sites also offer that here. So practice, practice, practice. You'll get different results, whether you're using Yahoo or ESPN or whatever site you use. Fantasy Pros has a good simulator there to uh, bring in all the consensus expert rankings that you can see how things can play out. And uh, if you know the spot you're picking at, that's fine. You can use that and plug it in. If not, just uh, see what happens if you're picking from all kinds of spots here before your draft uh, lottery in your leagues. And then you can see what kind of players you can get, what kind of uh, teams you can assemble at different spots in the draft. So, yeah, mock draft as much as possible is definitely the advice that I would give you there because you just can't do this enough times and you really need to see how the outcomes are going to change with each pick and all that. And you're prepared for everything at that point. And again, mock draft early, mock draft in the middle, mock draft late, right before your drafts. It's really going to help you when you're really on the clock. All right, we go to team number two. And the pick here, this is a tough one, but I think it's Dalvin Cook to me. I looked at Dalvin Cook, such a big part of that Vikings offense. Status quo there with the style of offense they run. Their offensive line is a little bit better. They're still a run-first team. They're going to be about the multiple tight ends there and all that and uh, still run. I know they lost Kyle Rudolph, but pretty strong overall. This is the bread and butter of what they want to do. Dalvin's in his prime here, looking really good. I mean, CMC and Dalvin, there's not much difference to me, but CMC a little bit more productive and explosive when on the field. Dalvin can have some durability issues even when fully healthy here, so... And both these guys have missed significant time in their careers, but when they're on their field, they're a big part of their offense, and they're going to deliver. So, Team 2, once CMC's off the board, I think the only pick there right now is Dalvin Cook of the Vikings at running back. So, running back, running back to start here with the mock draft. And the piece of advice that comes with Team number 2, don't worry about whether you pick first, last, or somewhere in between. Now, yeah, it might be disappointing that you may have had your heart set on Christian McCaffrey taking number one, but you'll take number two. But if you don't get number two, don't worry about number three. If you don't get four, don't worry about being seventh or eighth on the clock in the middle and say, eh, we don't have the turn. I want at least the advantage of that. I'm stuck in the middle here. Don't worry about that. And if you get stuck at team 12, don't worry about that either because you get those two picks in the end of the first round. So, you can win a fantasy football championship in this format in season-long leagues from any position in the draft. So you just have to adapt and adjust, just like teams do in the NFL. Whatever is available, best available for you, got to take advantage of. So again, don't worry about that too much here, where you're picking. It's fun to find out, and it's exciting if you get number one. But it can just be exciting to get number 9 or 10 and still you can dominate your league. So, again, just be patient. You just have to wait a little longer. But you will still be able to construct an elite team here that can win a title. Number 3 for Team 3 off the board. We're going with Derrick Henry, the running back from the Titans. So, running back, running back, running back, no surprise there. Derrick Henry is just an absolute hammer. Again, 
CMC, massive part of the offense. Dalvin Cook, same thing in Minnesota. Derrick Henry is the lifeblood of the Tennessee offense. Arthur Smith, their head coach, is gone. But you look at it, Derrick Henry, they lost a lot of uh, targets in the passing game. They're going to be more Henry dependent to open things up for A.J. Brown and Ryan Tannehill. And Henry's just a hammer. He's going to score all the touchdowns. There's not a great clear-cut handcuff situation there. Darrington Evans, the second-year player from Appalachian State. We'll see what his role is there. But Henry's going to get the full load here. And it doesn't even matter if he has a limited role in the passing game because they use him so much in the running game to set up the passing game. So Henry's durable. He's big, massive, strong. He's got the contract too locked in like a Cook and McCaffrey. He's going to deliver for you if you pick him third overall. And that brings us to our third piece of advice. Consult expert rankings as a composite, but make your own final decisions. So Derrick Henry, in most situations here in the rankings, is not the third player on the board behind Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook in half-point PPR. We see a lot of Saquon Barkley. We see a lot of Alvin Kamara. Those are the guys that have a little bit more popular momentum here for that number three overall pick. But in the end, it's your decision when you're picking on the clock. So you might see a player ranked differently from where you might want to take him. That doesn't matter. Just go with your gut. Say, look, Derrick Henry is a guy I trust a little bit more. He's got the biggest role. I want to go with him. And I look at him, okay, he doesn't have the pass catching capacity of Christian McCaffrey or Dalvin Cook. But he's going to get it done in every ways, especially the touchdowns. The touchdowns are going to be a steady force for me every week. And we know he's push for most weeks 70 to 100 yards. So we're looking at Derrick Henry. Look, we're going to go against the grain a little bit. But we still know we're getting a top pick. It's not we're going totally outside the box. Derrick Henry is no slouch. You're going to get the production there. And you're just betting on him to be a little bit more reliable for your team week in and week out than Alvin Kamara or Saquon Barkley say in this situation. The final pick we'll do in this segment is, of course, number four, team number four. So we'll break it down. Uh, four picks this segment, four picks the next, and four picks the last. That works out in a three-segment show. So team number four takes Alvin Kamara. So again, we're going away from what the industry might say in the Saquon Barkley being third on the board. But Alvin Kamara, we're excited about him. He's the lifeblood of what the Saints want to do as well. And is probably going to take on a bigger role here with Taysom Hill versus James Winston as the battle here to determine uh, who's going to be the starting quarterback to replace Drew Brees. So, yeah, sure, you have Latavius Murray, but limited role there. Kamara really showed that he could handle a higher volume when Murray was a little bit banged up last year, but took on a bigger role. If you have Taysom Hill, you have a good compliment there in the quarterback situation, so you could uh, really have Alvin Kamara play off that. Jameis Winston is going to trust a lot in Alvin Kamara to dump the ball off. They have some vacated targets. They moved on from Jared Cook. There's no Manuel Sanders. They don't have a lot in the receiving core other than uh, Michael Thomas and now the rookie developing into a second-year special player, Adam Troutman, at tight end. So, yeah, not a lot there. Kamara's going to dominate in the passing game. His volume is going to be really high. He's a touchdown scorer as well. So team number four feels really confident about taking Alvin Kamara. Number four, those seem easy, right? Teams one through four, very happy. And guess what? That takes us to advice nugget number four. Be excited to grab a particular player to start your draft. So, yeah, get excited. You're playing fantasy football. 
yeah, you're playing to win, but you also want a player that you want to watch and is dynamic. And usually that comes hand in hand. If they're dynamic, they're going to be explosive, score touchdowns, make big plays, be consistent as a runner and as a receiver, as a running back. They're going to be exciting to take. So be excited about that first player. Don't take him because, eh, that's what everyone tells me to do. So kind of related to number three where, yeah, you're going to consult the expert rankings, but take someone that you know in your gut that's going to be fun week in and week out while he produces for your team. So that's what I would say. Start your draft with a bang. Get locked in. This is the fun part of watching the NFL, watching your fantasy players uh, produce. And when you have immense talent like this in the first round, it's not as difficult here. Uh, I would say that plays into every round. Be excited about that player you take and don't just say, I guess I'll take him. Don't say that. Be excited about that player. All right, so there's uh, four picks, four pieces of advice for you. We still have eight to go here on the show. I got got to first tell you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. I love Built Bar. I mean, all the flavors are fantastic, covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew, delicious. Uh, Built Bars are the protein bars that taste like a dessert. They have nine delicious core flavors there. Coconut, coconut, almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. Now, personally, I love the brownie flavors, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, as well as double chocolate and salted caramel. I'm a chocoholic, but there's something for everyone. If you're more into the fruit flavors or you like coconut, you're nuts for coconut, you can get that at Built Bar. There's something for everyone. So really... You have to really check out all these uh, flavors here in the mix box. You can get two of each of the core nine flavors in a mix box, or you can mix and match exactly what you want, customize your box, get your favorite Built Bars, but you really can't go wrong with any Built Bar you order. They're all delicious. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they're healthy too for you. Most of the flavors have 17 grams protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams sugar, and only 4 grams net carbs. So that's pretty good. And uh, you're never going to go up more than uh, 5 grams sugar or 5 grams net carbs, no matter what flavor you choose. So nine amazing core flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today and get whatever you like delivered directly to your door. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. This episode of Lockdown Fantasy Football is also brought to you by RockAuto.com. One reason to repair and maintain your car is to save money that you can then use for important things like the mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30 50%, 100% more for the same exact auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? That's silly. Just go to rockauto.com where you'll find a catalog that's unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and most important prices that you prefer. At rockauto.com you'll find everything from engine control models and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether you're a classic driver or you're a daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, as I mentioned, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. And the same whether you're a professional or a do-it-yourselfer. Life's better up to twice as much for the same parts. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or, or truck. Right locked on to their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car or truck will ever need. Find them at rockauto.com. All right, let us uh, continue the show. Uh, looking at our pick number five, team number five. 
We're going to keep the running back run alive here and go with Saquon Barkley looking for a big rebound for the Giants running back here. The workhorse from Penn State. I think he could be really special this year. They've added more in the passing game, so a little bit of balance there with Kenny Galladay. Daniel Jones has that running element at quarterback as well. We've not really seen Jones and Barkley together operate in this offense. It's also uh, Jason Garrett, so it's running back oriented. We thought Saquon could have a big year last year. Didn't start out that great because he had the Steelers game, which was a tough matchup. Then he got hurt and, and tore his ACL against the Bears. And that was it. So two tough matchups and one big injury. That was it for Saquon Barkley. But good set schedule for Saquon overall. Good bounce back opportunity here with a team that certainly has some offensive upside here with a pretty good offensive line. Some upgrades there, a little bit of balance in the passing game, but also enough where Barkley's going to be fed there quite a bit as the centerpiece of what the Giants want to do. So team five, pick number five, going with Saquon Barkley. That takes us to our piece of advice, number five. Know how your first pick will set the tone for your entire draft. So you get Saquon Barkley, yeah, you might have to look into Devontae Booker later in the draft here as your handcuff. That's one thing, but more so that you have Saquon Barkley. So he's coming off an injury. He's had some injuries there in the past. So you want to hedge your bets a little bit, maybe add a little bit of extra depth at running back. At the same time, you look at uh, Saquon Barkley as an asset, one of these all-around backs that does a little bit of everything. You can wait on your RB2 a little bit, where, okay, you have Saquon, who gives you a little bit of bump at RB1, so you can look at a wide receiver, or even a tight end, or even a quarterback there with your second pick. That allows you some flexibility, and that goes for all the teams that picked in the top five here, with CMC, Dalvin, Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, Saquon Barkley. We feel really good about our first picks here, so we can bounce that out. Don't just say, okay, I need to get add on to my running back. Say, look, Saquon Barkley's going to set the tone here. I can look at other directions because I feel really good about my running back situation. So now know how your first pick will set the tone for your entire draft, uh, mainly the next few rounds after that first pick. Team number six, pick number six, we're going Aaron Jones. And again, I love Aaron Jones, the place in this Packers offense. He's got Matt LaFleur, gets a good uh, running game. You also don't have Jamal Williams, the thorn in the side of what he does. I know A.J. Dillon is still there, but he's more of a power back. doesn't give you the same Jones receiving ability. So Jones should have all of that work in the third down situations. He's not going to get off the field there. He might give a little bit up in the red zone, but we know he's capable of scoring big-time touchdowns from a couple years ago. So he had a little bit of slide in the touchdowns, natural regressions from 2019 to 2020. That's because... Uh, we had an unnatural spike of Aaron Rodgers passing touchdown. So you think it bounces back out in the favor of Jones. No Jamal Williams, who wasn't annoying for some. Dylan, more of a limited straight down early down uh, power back up for Jones. So the touchdowns could cut in a little bit. But Jones, they paid him. He's a guy. They like him a lot. He's really what makes the offense go right there. I think he's a co-MVP on this team with Aaron Rodgers. That's how important he is. All right, so our sixth piece of advice, consider durability, but make your call based on talent and consistency. So, yeah, we have some durability issues with some of the guys before. McCaffrey, Cook, uh, you had Barkley, missed some time. Aaron Jones has been rather durable. Just based on what you're going to get from this guy week in and week out, how talented is this player? Those are the two things we're looking for as much as possible. Now, injuries are out of our control quite a bit. Even if guys had an injury history, he could be 
fully durable. Even if guy has been completely healthy throughout his career, he can suddenly uh, succumb to an injury and, and not be available for you. So you got to consider durability a little bit, but talent consistency is, again, going to win out how you make your pick in the end. All right, team number seven, we're going to stick with running backs. So seven straight running backs, uh, consecutive picks here. And the pick is Jonathan Taylor. He comes into the first round here. That's where he was ranked, really. They're firmly in the top 12. So team seven, tough decision between a wide receiver and running back, but ultimately Jonathan Taylor. The Colts are still a bread-and-butter running team. They lose Nick Sirianni to the Eagles, their offensive coordinator. But Frank Reich is still going to be running with Taylor. Taylor really dominated the second half of last season. I know Marlon Mack is back to some degree. But he's just a guy and has durability issues of his own. Look, yeah, Naeem Hines in a receiving role, but Jonathan Taylor also has proved to be a capable receiver. But again, he should be a big part of what the Colts do. I know they have some wide receiver questions, but this should be more whispering of Carson Wentz. So that means a lot of the running game with Taylor here. And team number seven feels really comfortable with that pick. Number seven piece of advice, be aware of what you need to do for handcuff insurance later in the draft. So, look, I wouldn't say that you want to go after Naeem Hines and Jonathan Taylor because, again, you're not going to get that early down since something happened to Taylor. Hines' role is going to be pretty steady. But you may want to consider just a cheap pickup of Marlon Mack to get the early down covered there because it's going to be really hard. I mean, you're going to have a committee approach to replace Taylor. So keep in mind, there's no direct handcuff right now to Taylor. It's going to be more piecemealed by committee. If you go with Christian McCaffrey, it's up in the air. But you say right now, Chuba Hubbard, their pick in the draft would be a possibility. Dalvin Cook has had Alexander Madison, but now you have Kene Nguakwe there. So you have potential for a different handcuff in Minnesota. So we're going to track that. Derek Henry mentioned Darrington Evans. Alvin Kamari, you clearly have Latavius Murray. Barkley there, you have Devontae Booker. Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon. So you just figure out where you're going to go with the handcuff insurance policy there if something would happen to your first-round pick. And I really believe in insurance for that first-round pick because, look, you invested a lot in this player. You don't want someone to swoop in and get the production because you're also drafting the situation, not just the talent there. A lot of these running backs based on situation and production, so you want to make sure you have the guy that would fill in the best for your player later in the draft. All right, team number eight, we're going to break this running back mold and go with Tyreek Hill. So, yeah, Tyreek Hill, look at him. I mean, he is just spectacular. You lose Sammy Watkins out of this offense. Uh, Miko Hardman is going to have a little bit of a bigger role. Demarcus Robinson just re-signed here. But it's pretty much the Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill show. Patrick Mahomes, fully healthy, locked and loaded here. Good offensive line uh, retooling for the Chiefs. So Hill's not going to go anywhere. He's the guy all over the field and unstoppable. They've tried to double-team him, slow him down in a lot of games, but Hill just goes off and off and off and off. So Tyreek Hill, special player. He acts like a running back. He's like an extended handoff, even on the long, deep passes from Patrick Mahomes. So, yeah, Tyreek Hill, if you're going to go in a direction outside of running back in the first round, that's a great place to start, really. There's three guys that you want to consider, spoiler alert, there to get into the top 12 at wide receiver in that mix of running backs. Okay, that comes with this piece of advice. Know the opportunity cost of going with a non-running back in the first round. That means, okay, you've got a wide receiver, so you made that luxury. Okay, not necessarily luxury pick. This was the best available player on the board, according to you. But 
that says, can you afford to take a wide receiver in the second round? Well, maybe not now because you might have to get that running back. So I wouldn't say it locks you into necessarily getting a running back. The wide receiver still might be the best value in the second round. But you just have to know that, uh, okay, this is how my draft is going. I went away from getting that RB1 that I feel great about. Now I've got to find someone I feel good about as an RB1 in the second or third round as we go forward. I may not need to invest as much in wide receiver because I have a real bump-up elite receiver who's going to score well above average as a wide receiver one to make up for maybe a little deficiency at wide receiver two or three. So keep in mind when you do this, maybe you also say, I may not go after Travis Kelsey now because I don't want everything invested in Chiefs offense. Or you could say, I do want Travis Kelsey because this Chiefs offense is amazing. Maybe I want to look at a season-long stack with Patrick Mahomes now. So all these things you have to consider whenever you make your pick. All the implications of that later and what you want to build on that later in the draft. All right, that takes care of eight picks, eight pieces of advice. We've got four more of each to deliver for you on this show here to close the week of Lockdown Fantasy Football. I do have to tell you that Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Here, NFL is over, but we know... The games might be done, but you got props and things you can look at for the season, for awards, for record predictions, all that. You can check that at Bet Online. But baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Don't forget also about uh, the playoffs in the NBA and NHL. Get all the latest news and odds and information for your sporting needs, including MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action before the next pitch, puck drop, or Tip off, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get in the game as teams continue their runs in the playoffs here in NBA and NHL. And baseball warms up as we get closer to the All Star break. Head to the website or use a mobile device to sign for today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. We'll be right back here to wrap up the show and uh, finish our first round of our half point PPR early expert consensus mock draft for 2021. All right, uh, to recap here, our first round mock draft here uh, in June, we have uh, team one, Christian McCaffrey, team two, Dalvin Cook. Team 3, Derrick Henry. Team 4, Alvin Kamara. Team 5, Saquon Barkley. Team 6, Aaron Jones. Team 7, Jonathan Taylor. Team 8, before we took our final break here, broke the mold and went wide receiver Tyreek Hill. So 7 running backs consecutively off the board. We go with wide receiver. Is it time for another wide receiver or time for another running back? At team number 9, and 9 was my favorite number, and team number 9 is going with Devontae Adams. So... Yeah, this might surprise some that Hill is over Adams, but I think people are a little concerned about the Aaron Rodgers situation not working in the favor of Adams and maybe a big quarterback change in Green Bay. So I think that's basically the biggest reason why Adams is a little bit behind Hill. But these guys were neck and neck in producing last year. Adams is a big touchdown scorer. He's not the same big play guy that Tyreek Hill is, but he's a high-volume possession receiver, and he's had the consistent double-digit touchdowns were there when healthy. For living parallel lives, getting the job done in different ways with their elite quarterback MVPs here. So Adams right now, we have to assume that he's playing with the MVP, reigning MVP Aaron Rodgers. So again, with that information and knowing Adams is a history of a 
double-digit scoring and the big year he's coming off last year and just continue to be in his prime and building on that as just a complete receiver. Solid pick here for team number nine. But just keep that. Don't expect the same results from the same player. So conventional wisdom would say Devontae Adams should go ahead of Tyreek Hill, but you don't always expect the same numbers from the same player, that things are going to change, fluctuate. How close to the pin are they going to be from what they produced last year in a special situation? Adams is bound for a little bit regression. I don't think he's going to score at the same clip for sure. So a little bit of slide, but doesn't create a, too big of a slide where he's still worthy of the ninth overall pick and half point PPR right there with Tyreek Hill on the board. Team number 10 is... Nick Chubb is the choice at running back here. So we go back to running back with the eighth running back off the board. Nick Chubb of the Browns. Now Chubb in a run-oriented offense. This is what makes the Browns tick with Kevin Stefanski. I know Kareem Hunt has also been very productive here for Cleveland in that situation as they trust the backfield more to set things up for Baker Mayfield. Now things could change a little bit. They might open up the offense a little bit in the passing game if Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry are healthier this year, but still to me, the Browns, they're going to be a team that's going to play with the lead a lot. Their defense is much improved here all around. You have J.D. Van Clowney working with uh, Miles Garrett up front. They're going to be a good complete team. They're going to be a team that wins a lot, plays from ahead, and they're going to trust Chubb a lot as the centerpiece of the offense early except the passing game for play action bootlegs, but also be the guy, the power back, when they have the lead to close out games. So I really like Nick Chubb. There's an argument here that Nick Chubb could go ahead of Aaron Jones and Johnson Taylor. I think people are a little worried of Kareem Hunt, and that's fair because Chubb doesn't have as big a role in the passing game. That's about the only thing. But Chubb's going to get a lot of work in the as a power running back. He's a good finisher. He averages high yards per carry. He's going to score quite a bit of touchdowns. So we feel really good, and we feel like we have really good value here as team number 10 in taking Nick Chubb. Our 10th piece of advice, don't discount motivational factors for a big, big season. And with Nick Chubb, he's looking for a contract. I mean, there's all this talk that the Browns might just go the bargain route and keep Kareem Hunt, not bring back Nick Chubb. But there was all that talk with Aaron Jones last year, but he was just too important to the Packers' offense where they couldn't go in that direction. So when you look at Chubb, he's too important for the Browns' offense right now, and he's going to be motivated. Whether it's the Browns or another team, he's going to be looking for that big contract. And we've seen the contract really affect Dalvin Cook in a positive way, Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara. All these guys have really come through, Aaron Jones as well, when that contract is on the line as a young running back in the prime. So Nick Chubb... Certainly he's going to be motivated. Whether he gets that contract from the Browns or another team, he wants to have a big year to solidify that uh, second contract in the NFL. I, I think it's a motivational factor for the elite players. I mean, I know there's no guaranteed money for a lot, but these guys uh, as a special running back really are going to try to maximize their value, and Chubb is going to have, try to have the best season as possible. Number 11, team number 11, almost done. The penultimate pick here in the first round half-point PPR mock draft. First round, Stefan Diggs of the Bills, wide receiver, so our third wide receiver. So as I mentioned, three wide receivers in the first round. I'll, I'll go ahead and spoil it. We're going to finish with a ninth running back here. So Stefan Diggs, again, right up there with the production. The touchdowns weren't as high, but he had massive volume and targets there from Josh Allen last year. I think he's due for a bump in touchdowns, I think, going upward because he can do that. And he's been a limited touchdown guy so far in Minnesota and Buffalo. 
but I think it's going to change a little bit. They don't really have a lot of trusted running back finishing drives here. Also, you look, uh, they lose John Brown. Cole Beasley is having a diminished role. We'll see what Gabriel Davis does. Emmanuel Sanders is complimentary receivers. Maybe they go get Irks here to help a little bit, but Diggs still is going to dominate targets. He loves Josh Allen. Josh Allen loves him, and it's going to open up more. It's a year two together, no virtual offseason. They're locked in. Everything's there. That should be more like uh, clockwork and great combination development. So we've seen that with Mahomes and Hill. We've seen it with uh, Rodgers and Adams, and I think you're going to see that grow and continue to build on that with Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen. So we feel really good. Team 11 taking Stefan Diggs 11 overall here in the first round. Our 11th piece of advice then that comes with that, buy into a player in the prime situation. So Stephon Diggs, everything's great. Now you have the full evidence that he's going to thrive with Josh Allen. He's in his prime. He's 27. His best years are going to be right here. He's a veteran. He's got that route running savvy. He's got the chemistry with the quarterback. He's got the high volume. He's a clear-cut number one. He's in a great situation, just like Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams, and all these running backs in relation to their offenses as well. So buy into a player in a prime situation. We use that word prime in multiple ways. That young veteran, mid-20s, has got everything put together. He's in a groove with all that he needs to do to be successful and in a good offense. And the Bills, Packers, Chiefs, these are three high scores offense as well. So Diggs in his prime as a player and his prime with the situation as well here for team number 11. And finally, our last pick in the first round, team number 12. Now, this will lead to an interesting piece of advice. Ezekiel Elliott, conventional wisdom says Ezekiel Elliott is the guy you have to take here because the Cowboys are still going to feed him and they still treat him as the workhorse. Jerry Jones loves him. This offense is going to be a lot more explosive, so better blocking, better passing game support here for Ezekiel Elliott, which is going to open things up here. And again, Elliott may be a victim of the offensive line issues and uh, just not having Dak Prescott out there to help balance things out. So we're going to chalk that up to him. Not having a very interesting or reliable season, very disappointing there in 2020, but we think he's going to rebound in 2021. So Team 12 takes Zeke Elliott with the last pick in the first round of our mock draft. And our 12th piece of advice, except there's always a bust factor with the first round pick. There was certainly a bust factor with Ezekiel Elliott last year. All these guys, I mean, there's a good chance multiple of these guys are going to bust out for different reasons. And we say bust out, we know they've broken out. But bust means just really fall flat here in our context. So, yeah, it's going to happen. Injuries are going to happen. This is a game of attrition in the NFL. Running backs tend to take the pounding, and these guys are going to be seeing a high volume, whether it's carries out of the backfield or targets. So they're in more harm's way. They're going to get the attention of the defenses. Again, there's always an injury risk with every player in the NFL, especially these guys that are going to take a pounding from guys trying to tackle them and uh, chase them down and cover them. So there's always a bust factor. Don't fret. If you wipe out with your first-round pick, it's okay. You've got... 16 more picks to make up for it. So you want to make sure every pick counts because it's not just the first pick. You, people tend to weigh everything on these guys, but really it's just the start of your draft. And uh, that's a good place to end the beginning of the draft to just say that, that look, it may not always work out early, but that's why you have 17 rounds. That's why you have to be diligent and do your homework and try to get as many sleeper values as possible where 
you have uh, the depth and uh, versatility and the surprises to help you get through even if your first round pick doesn't work out. Yeah, so there you have it. There's a breakdown there of your top uh, 12 picks there. First round of a mock draft. So we'll get into round two into our next show. So stay tuned with that. We'll also offer some piece of advice there for you regarding round two. And we'll start to build these teams. So in the end, we'll see how teams one through 12 do as a whole. So excited to do that. We'll get through all 17 rounds there. Dedicate another show to round number two. Today on the Locked on Today podcast, Trey Young takes about Madison Square Garden and the Knicks are eliminated from the NBA playoffs. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked on Today podcast. Follow the Locked on Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Follow us as well, Locked on Fantasy Football. Get us anywhere there. Download us. Uh, we got you covered here through the uh, quieter part of the NFL offseason talking mock drafts. So excited to do that for you and continue to do that here over the next few weeks. So check us out here as we uh, build and uh, work towards the 2021 NFL season for fantasy football. For Lockdown Fantasy Football, this has been Vinny Iyer. Have a great weekend and see you next week.